0: I don't know.
1: questions and answers, like how was I supposed to know the community theatre group director was talking about walking when he asked to see me limp. Hi America, hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the MYSTERIOUS, STRANGE, SUPERNATURAL, UNUSUAL, BIZARRE and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. And I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervesant Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with our own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather realised this week that it's been such a cold winter, the squirrels are collecting more nuts than usual. Three of her family members disappeared last week. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, Heather. I also wish to introduce the man crazy, (laughs) Michelle Corrie. Michelle was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle will not sleep until she finds a cure for her insomnia welcome to the show michelle thank you this is series two episode 104. 104 is a nut collecting number that counts squirrels to get to sleep at night 104 is the number of columns in the temple of zeus the biggest temple ever built in greece the greek leader of the gods famous of course for inventing tennis shoes (laughs) Love, of course, means nothing to tennis
2: players.
1: (laughs) Not a single tennis player wants to embrace the idea of love. It means nothing to them, of course. So that makes Aphrodite unhappy. Two Greek god tennis jokes in one show. Who else is doing this? Where else on the internet or anywhere else is there a radio show that has two Greek god tennis jokes in the same sentence?
0: There's a reason for that. I want to name these people. (laughs) Where are they? Who else is doing
1: this? I have the body of a Greek god. Fortunately for the community theatre group, it's the bottom half. <laughs> Have you seen those archaic Greek statues? Not much marble required. No. Do you see what I'm saying? Below uh-huh. the waist, very limited amount of marble. Did you know that the sixth biggest city in terms of Greek population is Melbourne in Australia? 150,000 no, really? Greeks live in Melbourne and it makes it the sixth biggest city having a Greek population. And it's not even in Greece. There's many strange and bizarre anomalies like that around the world. More people in Chicago speak Luxembourgish than actually live in Luxembourg. Another strange and bizarre fact. As always, with this show, I like giving my points away. I'm very philanthropic. In the point department, we are going to have the first ever MQTA Ancient Greek
0: Quiz. Oh, boy.
1: Cities in Greece struggle to build subway systems because... Heather Morris, why do you think they struggle to build subway systems anywhere in Greece?
0: Because it's mountainous.
1: It's mountainous. It is mountainous. Mount Olympus, of course, is there.
0: Yeah, so you don't need underground.
2: You need overground. Overground. (laughs) An L. Yeah. Mm.
1: Nice. Michelle, any thoughts, anything you'd like to add at that point?
2: I think they probably just keep digging into more and more ancient ruins.
1: You are. An absolute star, Miss Corrie. You're absolutely right. Oh, nice. They Whoa. keep running into ancient ruins, which holds up their subway building. They have to then excavate
0: and build them overground.
1: The site. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Any which way you look at it,
2: just put it on the aqueduct.
1: You're losing. <laughs> Throwing what at someone is a sign that you love them in an ancient Greek culture, and I will give you a clue: it's a foodstuff. If you love someone. If you want to show them a sign. Yogurt. Yogurt.
2: <laughs> I like
1: that. I wouldn't want to be your love. throwing yogurt.
2: That's not yogurt. Oh,
1: We're we'll only five minutes in. We'll be taken off air. You're minding your own business. You're in the park. Bunch of flowers, box of chocolates. No. There you go. Get some Greek yogurt on you, sweetheart. I love you. See, it's a sign of my affection. You're sticking with yogurt, are you?
0: An olive. An olive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One I olive. gave my love an olive. Through a blowpipe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ow! <laughs> oh, no. I was only doing me shoelaces up. Michelle Corey, oh. you're on fire. Couscous. <laughs> Throwing couscous. Are we, we close? in fact, an apple.
2: I was oh. close.
1: If it was you, I'd throw a candy up or at least maybe a gallon of juice. <laughs> Something that's got a bit of weight behind it. No points to be had, I'm afraid. In ancient Greece, only men with large watts were considered for leadership positions or authority. Feet. Large feet. You were given the job of being the president. What, what do you think there, Michelle? Beards. Beards. It is beer bellies. If you had a large belly, that <laughs> was considered to be a fabulous and wondrous thing. And you were given, no doing secret messages behind <laughs> my back, the two of you. <laughs> I'm laughing all the way through my intro and I'm trying to read it out. Because these two are dancing around like mad people in the background. A <laughs>
0: pantomime.
1: Doing yes. actually It's certainly a pantomime. It's
0: Paddy's Day.
1: It's coming up. It's mm. imminent. We do have a St. Patrick's Day quiz. You're on oh. fire. Very psychic, you see. 104 was the number of guns on Admiral Horatio Nelson's flagship HMS victory the english naval leader who defeated the french and spanish forces at the battle of trafalgar during the napoleonic wars and whose statue adorns the top of nelson's column in trafalgar square in the middle of london and he is one of the sole reasons i am currently not speaking french right now so we have many things to Mm. thank him for he got voted the third most influential brit of all time after churchill and brunel the famous engineer i know it's a cliche and a faux pas to say that i'm glad i don't want to speak french but i get a sense of deja vu when i tell jokes in this genre there are 104 keys on a standard windows keyboard my dad does not need typing lessons just fat finger surgery (laughs) very common so for points what is the capital of texas miss morris
2: dallas Austin.
1: It's T. This is a typing quiz. Oh, come on. No points to be had. The capital of Texas is, of course, (laughs) T. Now, each week, I like to read out your mailbag, your messages, all of your letters of support. Anytime you wish to write to us, you can do so. If you go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. There's lots of fun, lots of quizzes, Mm -hmm. lots of banter and chat and jokes on there for you. Michael this week in New Jersey simply posted, love your show that's very kind of you michael Mm -hmm. jeff in milwaukee is a regular listener to the show sent us a great selfie of himself (laughs) enjoying the show very nice nice (laughs) ice cold glass of beer robin has posted it's friday ding 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 hi robin there you go yes it is thank you for that i always need reminding what day of the week we're in she also posted under one of my pictures Who would believe this is the same man that acts so silly on his radio show? When I first heard the show, I imagined he was a skinny, bald man, bent over, and a total nerd.
0: (laughs) She was mostly right.
1: My. You had minus five this oh, morning. How's there. that? Oh. Have, how'd you like those olives?
0: I said mostly. Mostly.
1: That's why you got minus five and not minus ten. Do <laughs> try and keep up. Michelle, our regular listener in New York, posted, loved the 100th show. Oh, and by the way, I've got 16 feet of snow here at the moment and we're getting more soon. Can I have two points for living up here? Yes, you may, Michelle in new york is currently tied with michelle in the studio on two points
2: yay michelle Mm.
1: each jerry says love your sense of humor you and the girls always get me laughing out loud again if you wish to talk to us if you wish to give us messages of support you're more than welcome to do so i love reading out all over the world wherever you are listening to the show, you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee, where all of tonight's stories are much, much more are there for you in glorious technical All of the videos, all of the photographs, all of the banter, the chats, the jokes, all the fun and interesting things are there, and you can message us as well, of course. We have archives if you go to soundcloud.com and search for MQ. TA Radio, all of our shows for the last three and a half years are there. And we currently have over 70,000 individual listens on that particular platform. If you're listening now on any of our archives, why not write us a small review saying we're doing a decent job and you love listening to us. We always like to hear what you think and your opinions. Perhaps give us a little smiley face. I think if you're listening on SoundCloud, there's a little orange love heart now in the bottom left-hand corner and you can press the love heart and give us a like. And remember, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show when we go off air at the top of the hour in a round called Not For Your Mother. They're the stories from around the world this week that we can't read out live on air, especially if your mother's listening to the show. But that's there for you as well. We're also available on iTunes. You can leave us a nice review if you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can visit our Twitter account at adrian__lee.com. Underscore Tips. That's T-I-F-P-S. We currently have ninety-three thousand followers on there, and you can catch us first on the Dark Matter Digital Network dot com at eight p.m. Central Time every Friday night. We have a hundred thousand listeners in a hundred and ninety countries, going out all around the globe and beyond. And remember my latest book, *Mysterious Midwest*, unwrapping urban legends and ghostly tales from the dead is now available. And David Ellefson of Megadeth, the Grammy award winning musician has written the forward to that book. Now, last weekend, we had a bit of fun. We was in Mankato, fourth Mm -hmm. biggest city in Minnesota, famous, of course, for the hanging of the native American Indians in 1863, but an amazing town. We did an expo there called the natural healing expo. Mm -hmm. We do one every March, every november it's a very very well run event i want to say a big thanks to val actually who runs that event magnificently i wouldn't want to do that that's a lot of work you're inheriting there and a lot of vendors so she did a fabulous job but i like meeting up with all of our friends when we do those expos i did a lot of readings over that weekend yeah with my tarot cards stretching my psychic skills i did a talk on sunday evening there as well Mm -hmm. on the ghosts and the history of Mankato. If people wish to catch up with that, that's the last chapter in my book Mysterious Midwest But I always enjoy meeting the same people if you do expos and events with psychics and healers and people that sell stones and crystals and incense and all manner of wondrous things. There was an acupuncturist to my left as I was working Joker's
0: to your right (laughs) Here I am
1: (laughs) Many a true word said in jest, Miss Morris (laughs) But I always enjoy doing these events. And if you get a chance to catch up with those, it was interesting. I'm going to let my ego have full run now because I'm an Aries. But there was a giant billboard as you drove into Mankato with my happy smiling face looking down like a secondhand car salesman who wouldn't want to come and get a tarot reading, right? A lot of our team members, I want to thank Pat and Brian and Kevin for joining me as well. But you were there as well, shopping and hanging out with the team. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Anything stick in your mind? What did you get? A green Obsidian You bought green obsidian Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Every time they come up with new stones And new things I've never seen before Yeah Can you remember what the properties are of that? And it improves me being funny When's that going to kick in? Did you leave it upstairs? Where's your (laughs) 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 brother? Left it in the car controversial Mm, i
0: don't feel bad about my earlier comment
1: (laughs) 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 i see where we're going if people get a chance that is a fabulous expo that's the natural healing expo you can go to naturalhealingexpo.com and see all of the details for the next show and all of the photographs of us working there but i appreciate that that's a fabulous expo and i like mankada that's a nice town it's got a fabulous old part of the town on riverfront there there's a tattoo shop and coffee shops there's a tea shop and you don't find many of these and i almost feel like it's cheers do you remember when they go into the bar and the drink's waiting for them Mm -hmm. i go in there now and the woman's already reaching for the jar of breakfast assam black tea nice she knows my drink makes me very happy now this weekend of course is saint patrick's day i thought We would have a St. Patrick's Day. More questions than answers (sighs) quiz. Now, I find it very odd as a foreigner to be in a country where you would celebrate someone else's patron saint. Straight off the bat, we have St. George's Day. We celebrate that in April. Mm -hmm. The Scots, of course, have St. Andrew's Day. There's St. David's Day for the Welsh. I find it very strange that America celebrates a foreign country's patron saint because in England we would not be celebrating St. Patrick's Day. If I went into an Irish pub in London, there is a lot of history between the Irish and the English. Mm -hmm. It could go either way. Right. Whether I was embraced and celebrated or whether I'd be laying in the gutter outside the pub at some point, picking up my teeth. True. So you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. I find it very odd that this country would celebrate someone else's patron saint. So first question should be easy enough. Who's the patron saint of your country? Who's the patron saint of America? Mm, no idea. I find that very strange. We have one. You do see? I find this odd that you don't celebrate your own country, but you celebrate someone else's. It is Saint Mary, the Mother of Christ, is your patron saint.
0: Oh, I, I don't know, was, know that.
1: Do you want I can tell you what day it is. The foreigner can tell the Americans what day that is, if you're interested. May tenth. Have so, a guess.
2: I'd say something in May. Is it guess. is
1: you're close it's december the 12th oh well then but yes your oh. your patron saint is saint mary i don't understand wow. why you don't have a saint mary's day over here why don't you celebrate i find it odd you would celebrate
2: it's boring well i can't drink and
1: <laughs> <Yes. Carouse>. Carous. <laughs> yeah to be honest it's only since 1970 That St. Patrick's Day has allowed anybody to drink alcohol. In Ireland, alcohol was banned on St. Patrick's Day. It was a very religious festival.
2: I've been in Ireland for a few St. Patrick's Day, and it is a church holiday.
1: Absolutely. Not so
2: much anymore. Not so much
1: anymore. Mm -hmm. This is true. So an easy one to start with then. Where was St. Patrick born and where was he from? Simple enough. Miss Morris.
2: England. He was English.
1: I believe he was Welsh, but I'm willing to look that up. I really do, philanthropically, want to give you Mm -hmm. a lot of points. But Miss Morris is on minus five at the moment. I cannot give them away. It's very strange. Mm -hmm. Now, Dripsy, which is a small town in County Cork, has the shortest St. Patrick's Day parade. I'd like you to tell (laughs) me how many feet it is. Three. Three feet. It's a yard. Yes. It's a yard of leprechauns. It's a leprechaun's yard. By the way, while I was researching this quiz, you cannot get a female leprechaun. They do not exist. So I just thought I'd share that with you. They're very gender specific. If you're going (laughs) to. Oh, no. Oh, here (laughs) we go. You see the malice. <laughs> do you see the glint in her eye? It should have had an olive. There was to fight. I know. There was almost an olive in a blowpipe coming. By <laughs> way. Things you never thought you'd ever say on the radio. You seem very definitive in your answer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Why do uh, you think that?
0: Because of Darby O'Gill and the Little People.
1: <laughs> so don't let thousands of years of history and tradition and urban legends stand in the way. You oh quote God. me. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's some sort of trite, some sort of trite TV show. I'm guessing that I hadn't previously no, been aware of. It's a it's movie,
0: and it's a classic.
1: Oh, and you're basing your answer on that. So you're going with three feet for the shortest parade in the whole of Ireland.
0: Yes, it's for leprechauns.
1: Michelle, closest one wins the points.
2: Six feet.
1: Well. I begrudgingly give them to you because you are closer. It's 77 feet in actuality. (laughs) (laughs)
2: 77 feet? How do they know? Does anyone
1: want to guess why it's 77 feet, the shortest parade? There is a reason. And when I tell it to you, you'll think, ah, I understand.
0: Because that's all the bigger the the main street is?
1: Distance between? Pubs. Oh, Michelle, Corey, oh. have you been taking special pills or something? Mm, yes. It is. There's two Brain pubs. Brain
2: pills.
1: To, do you want to give Heather some?
2: <laughs> oh, she Heather can, doesn't need any. She yeah. can get it
1: through osmosis just by sitting next to you. You're right. It's the distance between the two pubs in the village is 77 feet. Last question in the St. Patrick's Day quiz. and It seems to have gone on forever. Corned beef has nothing to do with corn. Do you know why it's called corned beef? Any suggestions or thoughts?
0: Because it sits in a vat of brine for a while.
1: And what's that got to do with corn?
0: Um, not sure.
1: Michelle, you're on fire.
2: <laughs> well, it sounds better than pickled brisket, but
1: <laughs> oh, you say that. But if I was to show you some pickled brisket, <laughs> I'd it actually, run. It's to do with the way it's cured in salt, because the salt pieces originally look like corn. Colonels. so I, finally i feel
2: heather got that one
1: i'm going to squeeze in one more question i think i'm going to ignore you i think there's points to be had still in this i'm going to squeeze in one more on our first ever st patrick's day celebration mm-hmm. quiz the first ever st patrick's day celebration actually took place in america it was in boston would you believe okay mm-hmm. 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 i'd like to know what year it was closest one wins i will tell you it was the 18th century
0: starts with
1: a year it starts with 17. (laughs) how's that (laughs) if that helps you
2: 1789 1789 i'm gonna guess 1760
1: you are the closest again. You are now on six points. It was seventeen thirty-seven. The first oh, ever. St. I go Day a little earlier, but celebration took place in Boston at the end of our intro. I am yet to score. Heather's on minus five. <laughs> Michelle in the studio has scored six because she's been eating her brain pills. Yep. And Michelle, and I lived
2: in Ireland. <laughs>
1: New York is currently snowed in and trying to beat off olives that are making her way to her front door. This is the first round, it is the round of ghosts and hauntings. Eerie video claims to show a ghost attack as a boy walks through a forest. Filmed in India, the spooky clip shows the child fall over as he's been knocked over by someone or something to make matters even creepier. A ghostly figure can be seen lunging towards the boy, sending him crashing into the dirt bank on his impact. He takes a few steps on the camera and he falls to the side. After the attack, the boy quickly stands up and sprints off down the path without so much as a look back at his supernatural assailant. The video which was shared on YouTube was allegedly filmed on CCTV camera which had been set up to track the local wildlife. Nobody knows for sure what sent the boy crashing to the ground. But the uploader describes the ghostly attack as a black-shaped entity. By the way, when they set up CCTV cameras to capture the local wildlife, that'd be a tiger or an elephant. Not us. We're not talking squirrels, the (laughs) MQT-18, badgers. I mean, we're talking proper wildlife. (laughs) I mean, proper wildlife. So nobody knows for sure. What sent the boy crashing to the ground? It was black-shaped, apparently. An entity of a black shape. However, not everyone is convinced that the boy was really attacked by a ghost, with some viewers describing the footage as fake. Fake or real? Embrace the black shape entity or turn on the bedroom light? Decide for yourself and visit our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. I shall give myself two points. Those of you that are audially aware are not redundant in the hearing department will have noticed the resplendent new chime and peal of my new bell. Given to me last week by a very kind listener who listened on our show where I said, oh no, I've broken my bell. And to be fair, it's the sixth or seventh one in a row. They just don't make bells like (laughs) they used to. But I have in front of me in the studio lights a brand new bell given to me by one of our listeners based on the fact that last week my bell... Went to that bell heaven, <laughs> mm-hmm. never to return. And uh, that's very kind of her. I appreciate that. What have you got for me tonight, Miss Morris, in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings?
0: Well, is Katy Perry a witch?
1: Yes. Yes. Michelle, <laughs> what have you got for me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> she put a spell on Muscle Brand.
0: <laughs> well, two nuns think so. And that's why. I two think- nuns? Mm-hmm. Were they in a bath by any chance? It sounds like a bad joke, doesn't it? It does. Well, two nuns think so, and that's why they are after Chained to the Rhythm Songstress. They made the accusation after Orlando Bloom's ex revealed she wants to purchase a former convent. Two nuns identified as 86-year-old Rose Catherine Holzman and 78-year-old Rita Callahanahan. (laughs) Reportedly asked for help. That must be Irish. (laughs) Double. You you know the Callahan
1: (laughs) O'Callahans.
0: Well, they reportedly they reportedly asked for help from Pope Francis's personal lawyer to counter Perry's plan of buying the former convent, where they formerly lived. So they didn't want it. Yeah, I know. So Holtzman and Callahanahanahan <laughs> were backed by the Order of the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary in her effort to stop Perry's plan from coming to fruition. I do not like Kitty Perry's lifestyle, Callahanahan. You know, I
1: could even, even pick a continent there. We I couldn't even pick a continent. Have a guess, Michelle. Go on, what are we going with? Africa, Asia, Europe? What are you thinking?
2: I like Croatia. Croatia,
1: okay. Not a continent, but I'm happy to go with it.
0: I have a lot of the things from the internet to show the Archdiocese. <laughs> Still what not kind there. of woman she was. Some of the things she does are disgusting.
1: I'm speechless. I've just, my brain's going, I've been to 32 countries and I just haven't got any working knowledge. I just.
0: Callahanahanahan also detailed how Perry actually showed the nun her wrist tattoo of Jesus's name oh, when they first met each wrist. other.
1: <laughs> Show me a cross. You're not buying this convent.
0: She also pointed out Perry's petty plan of purchasing the $14.5 million property was just yeah. so she could use its garden for meditation and drinking green tea. That's an awful expensive meditation garden and yeah. tea.
1: She must really like patio green tea. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot. So... Callahanahanahan also called out Perry for the latter's involvement with witchcraft since she visited Salem, Massachusetts for the Salem Witch Walk back in 2014. I'm sorry, but I am just not into witchcraft. I am just not into people who are into witchcraft. It disturbs me.
1: It certainly disturbs me. And that's it. Are you going with the country or are you just going to leave that open-ended? If anyone wants to write in right now on our <laughs> Facebook site, more questions and answers and give me any indication which continent they think that's from, we would be more than happy to accommodate <laughs> you with those
2: comments. I worked
1: as a school teacher.
0: In a convent?
1: Well, I did, yes. My first teaching practice was in a Was it o- a
0: habit? Oh. <laughs>
1: Don't encourage her. You're an enabler over there, <laughs> there laughing away with copious amounts of snot and dribble. <laughs> snot and dribble, attorney <laughs> to the stars. <laughs> it's true. I did work in a convert, my first teaching practice. I told you the story, didn't I? Where I'm doing some photocopying in a little yes. office mm-hmm. and the nun comes in and it's Aww. pitch black in there. Because the light was shining through the blinds and she said, can you pull the blinds? I can't see what I'm doing. She's wearing the full habit. I pulled the blinds, it went pitch black, because you know how it goes from bright light to dark and your eyes have to adjust. Mm-hmm. It was very embarrassing, I'm in a small room with a nun, pitch black. In the dark. I know, and I said, "Oh, this is romantic. Mm. She said, if it's romance you want, you've come to the wrong place. True enough.
2: Mm. But I did,
1: yes, my first teaching practice was in an all-girls Catholic convent, Ursuline Convent School in East London, in Forest Gate, you can look it up, it's still there. That's where I learned to be a teacher.
0: and debauchery. There was
1: not much debauchery going on, I can assure you, sir. I shall give you points for being fun and informative. You're now up to the heady heights of minus eight olives. A cat with psychic powers has been sold to a well-groomed witch for $80,000, according to its former owner. Russian Dimitri says Tabby, Charles Utkins... What a great name for a cat. Which he inherited from his aunt, could escape from locked rooms, read his mind and even plant thoughts (laughs) in his head. Charles Utkins. Charles? Charles Utkins. So Chuck Utkins? Chuck (laughs) Utkins. He's a baseball player for the Yankees. (laughs) I believe. Do you remember those days when cats were called things like Fluffy? Or Mr. Spots, or Mr. Paws, or something along those lines.
0: Not really, no.
1: Charles Utkins. Chuck Utkins. I want a cat called Chuck Utkins. <laughs> it even made him crave fish and sausages, which he previously hated. What? And he would feel the urge to get up in the middle of the night and puke and go and buy them. (laughs) pee in the litter box. God. Can you imagine waking up from a dream? You're sleepwalking and you wake up and you're halfway through a squat in a litter box. You'd have to assess where your life was going at that point. Go and buy a sausage. This is your cat, Chuck (laughs) Atkins, and you will obey. Chuck Atkins. Be one with the sausage. (laughs) He said the doors to the rooms were closed and the cat shut away elsewhere. Suddenly appeared in the room <laughs> from behind closed doors. But the cat came back the very next day, although nobody let him in. He reads minds. But the very worst thing <gasps> is that he inspires thoughts. And these don, don, thoughts don. must be fulfilled. <laughs> They're impossible to resist. He spent all weekend licking his bottom. <gasps> Oh. I must go shopping and buy what he needs. This is just like any other cat I've ever had. To be honest, I don't see any difference. Mm-mm. Before I met Chuck Atkins, I <laughs> did not believe in supernatural things. Do you know? There's a part of me that's having an astral experience at the moment. I'm looking down on myself and thinking this story can't be true, but it is. I've seen the pictures. I've seen Chuck Atkins. He really exists. <laughs> <Come on.
2: laughs> We'll just is call is them terrible. chuckins for short.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the cat has inspired me with thoughts and to shame me and to do things I don't <laughs> shame want to do. Me. Don't call the police, the cat made me do it. Oh boy. Dimitri from the city of, and here we go, oh no. Blago Veshchensk says the cat put a strain on his marriage and his wife felt uneasy around the mind reading cat. But the cat got the cream after a glamorous clairvoyant, a very groomed witch who lived over 2,000 miles away, heard about the cat and offered to buy it, paying the couple $80,000. I, cats. too, have a psychic <laughs> cat. <laughs> I have a psychic cat, too. Do you have a psychic cat, Heather? yes. They make me very funny and informative every Friday night for an hour. $80,000, please. You better ask for your money
0: back. Oh, Oh, oh,
2: no!
1: Controversial. (laughs) God, you're spunky tonight, aren't you? What's wrong with you? I like it. To minus 10. (laughs) Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of psychic cats?
2: A couple were stunned when they spotted the ghost of a man and his dog during a nighttime stroll through a spooky churchyard. Stacy Bresnan and her boyfriend Lee Stammers had just climbed the 199 steps to the Church of St. Mary in Whitby when they saw the haunting apparition. The pair had been hunting for the graves of two people who were born and died on the same day when Stacy, 37, said she was blown away by the striking shape.
1: Whitby's very paranormal, of course. Little fishing village up there on the east coast of Britain, up on the North hmm. Sea. Whitby, of course, was where Dracula landed.
0: Hmm. Do you know when he encased yes.
1: himself in a coffin with soil from Transylvania and the ship Dracula. docked? Yeah, that's where he came into Britain, was Whitby. Hmm. They have a Dracula museum. Cool. It's a fabulous place to be. Oh, we'll cool. put that there. on the list. Yeah, yeah, we'll take a road trip. A very wet road trip. <laughs> Let's land first and then take a road trip. There you go. Perfect.
2: And when she looked further, she spotted a dog sitting to his right beneath the frame of a church door. Stacy from Seaham, Durham said we'd just been for a pint, but I wasn't that drunk that I was seeing things. I'm forever taking pictures and usually they're of nothing much. But straight away, I turned to Lee and said, look at that man there. It was one of those moments when you're glad someone else is there to see it with you, so you know you're not going mad. As Adrian said, the spooky church was used as a setting in the Dracula novels and has a reputation for being a hot spot for ghostly sightings. She continued, It's not often you see something like this before you've taken a picture. Normally you notice the little weird things afterwards. But with this one, I knew it was something special. Lee was a little bit freaked out by it stacy said they're regular visitors to the churchyard but they've never been as spooked as they were that night she added i must have thousands of pictures on my phone but nothing as incredible as this you can see his arms his jacket his face and his eyes i was speechless the same with the dog very vivid eyes and ears i wished i'd taken more pictures now because it was really freaky the light comes across from this old flashlight and it's really moody
1: I have one more story for myself in the round of ghosts and hauntings. Amy Childs reveals she's expecting a baby girl and was so shocked she walked out of the room after a psychic told her she was having a boy. She should have asked a cat. She would have got a better (laughs) prediction. What does Chuck say? Girl or boy? He's got a little paw and he's putting it on your belly. He says girl. The former TOWIE star has finally confirmed the baby's sex and revealed she was previously convinced a son was on the way. She found out the sex at 13 weeks, but it came as a massive shock because a psychic had told her the baby was a boy. You've got a 50% chance, haven't well, you? Well, yeah. Not you. Not me. I am Terrible. I can see all things. I can tell you that your great-auntie Barbara knitted for you a scarf that was red in 1976, and you found it in your attic this week, and you was going to throw it away, and she doesn't want to throw it away. She wants you to keep it. makes her unhappy. I can tell you that you have buried with your granddad, who's here in spirit, a time capsule in the corner of the barn with a spade back in 1982. I can tell you all manner of wondrous things. I have no clue. Cannot do the sex of babies. I've got a strike rate that if I get the next four right in a row, I'm hitting at 50%. That's true. If I say so. it to a girl, it's going to be a boy. If I say a boy, it's going to be a girl. I have no clue. I have blindness. I'm dyslexic in this area. You You'd are. be better off asking a monkey. I'm putting ah! two cards in front of it with the G and a B on. That's what do you true. think
2: mine is? I think yours
1: is an immaculate contraption.
2: It's a monkey. It's a monkey?
1: (laughs) Wow. It's a Friday night out you had at the zoo, wasn't it? Yeah. She can't go back. There we go. Amy told OK Magazine, I think I'm still in shock. Instinct told me it was going to be a boy. A psychic told me I was going to have a boy. I even ordered a boy baby bag because I was so convinced. But it's a girl. I'm now 33 weeks and I still... Can't believe it. I suggest you get a different psychic. (laughs) She added, I was in so much shock, I walked out of the room and didn't even say goodbye to the nurse. I can't be too critical, can I, in that area? Nope. This is an area I don't do very well at, I admit Mm -mm. it. There's things in life I do very well, and I will shout about those from the rooftops, and there's things in life that I do appallingly badly, and I keep quiet about those things. Miss Morris, you wanted to squeeze one more in, and you need the point. You're on minus 10.
0: The world's most haunted object is mine now. Mm. (laughs)
1: It's a cat that's Russian called Chuck Utkins. Chuck
0: Utkins. No, actually, that was said by our favorite and yours, Zach Bagans.
1: He's a star, isn't he?
0: He is a star. The ghost adventurer star tells TMZ he bought a wine cabinet allegedly haunted by a Dybbuk. And that's a restless spirit. And it's evil. And it can possess... The living. Evil. Evil. It's evil. (laughs) You're evil. You're evil, ain't I? Mr. and
1: Mrs. Knievel, what do you wish to baptise your son as? Evil. (laughs) (laughs) That is a bizarre choice, by the way, isn't it? Mr. and Mrs. Knievel. (laughs) (laughs) Knievel. Don't you want to go with Edward or John or Thomas? No, it's evil.
0: Well, Zach says he bought the cabinet from the guys who lent its evil backstory to the 2012 horror film The Dybbuk Box which is Yiddish for malicious spirit is commonly known as the world's most haunted object which explains why Zach paid tens of thousands of dollars for it. I too have a Dybbuk Box I
1: have, I have. <laughs> I Right know.
2: next to that cat
1: <laughs> Michelle's got a Dybbuk Box Yeah Yeah <laughs>
0: Well, we're told he plans to showcase it at his haunted museum in Las Vegas, but will not display it opened to not let out the Dybbuk or the ghost or the malicious spirit or whatever's in there. He's genuinely too terrified to do that. And even to see it, you will have to be over 18 and sign a waver of
1: oh, crying. Oh, that brings God. to an end the round that is Ghosts and Hauntings. You get two points back and you're now on a marvellous minus eight olives. This is the round of UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. UFO hunters believe George Bush knew more than he was letting on when he dodged a question about secret government alien files, which is a unique shift from when he was president when he knew less than he was letting on. <laughs> Satire, we call that. The former US president appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live to plug his new book, Portraits of Courage, which he has nearly finished colouring in.
0: I
2: thought you were going to say Portraits of Curry.
1: President Bush has written a book called Portraits of Curry.
2: Well, He likes to paint. Look,
1: you can almost see Mother Teresa in the chicken korma. Kimmel said... This is a question that's very important to me and very important to the country. When you're in office, and I don't know when this ever, or if it happened, did you go through the secret files, the UFO documents? Because if I was president, that would be the first thing I did. He then went on to reveal his daughters, Barbara and Jenna asked him the same question when he served as the 43rd president of the United States, but he couldn't tell them anything. Kimmel then asked the former Texas governor with a capital T if he could do anything he wanted now he had left the Oval Office. Bush replied true yeah but I'm not telling you. Probing deeper Kimmel asked Bush if there was great secrets he couldn't talk about even if he was in his 90s and on his deathbed shaking his head Bush said no. Bush whose dad was also US President and former director of the CIA, is one of three former presidents and presidential hopefuls to go on Kimmel to discuss UFO topics. Some researchers in Britain and the US believe it is part of an ongoing indoctrination program to prepare the public for an announcement about alien life by NASA or a world leader. Gary Hesseltine, a retired police detective who probed the London 7-7 bombings, and is now the editor of UFO Truth magazine, told The Sun, George Bush, answered several consecutive questions about UFOs on The Kimball Show, and his body language spoke volumes. Despite his smiles, he gave short, specific answers that clearly the subject was anything but a joke. He knew the truth, but he could not reveal it. Former President Barack Obama was also quizzed about aliens when he went on the talk show in 2015. Kimmel said the first thing he would do after being sworn in as president would be to race wherever they hold the files on Area 51 and UFOs and find out what happened and go through everything to find out what took place. Did you do that, he asked. Obama said, that's why you will not be president. The aliens won't let it happen. You'll reveal all their secrets. They exercise strict control over us. I can't reveal <laughs> anything. Hillary Clinton, while campaigning to be president last year, was asked about UFOs in Area 51 on the show in March. It followed an appearance by her husband Bill on the shame show in 2014 when he confirmed he looked into top-secret Nevada Air Base and the famous Roswell incident of July 19. 19- 47 however he never found files confirming the existence of extraterrestrials but said he would tell the public if he did hillary vowed to launch a probe if she made it to the white house last november but she was beaten by republican donald trump poor choice of words in launching a probe i would suggest there's much much more to read in that article about presidents and ufos if you wish to go to our facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee you can read everything there for you. I shall give myself two points for being informative. Heather Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
0: Well, people online have to do some looking because the first photos of radioactive wild boars roaming Fukushima's nuclear wastelands are coming up as they are culling the herds. Holy crap. For actually attacking people. <gasps>
1: Radioactive sausages.
0: Radioactive wild boar. If you
1: made a sausage Whoa. from that and chocolate cheese. It's
0: It's Ho- zero. Ho- Hog
2: zero.
1: Hog zero. Hog
2: zero. <laughs> <Hog-Zera. laughs> I still think
1: that Fukushima sounds like something your granddad would say when he stubs his toe on the table or treads on a Lego brick. No. Fukushima.
0: No. no. No? Only my granddad. That's fair true. play. We've all heard the crazy stories about radioactive boar roaming the nuclear wastelands of Fukushima.
1: Actually, Fukushima.
0: Actually, I haven't heard that. No, but I. Now I know. Now I have to worry about something else. <laughs> yes, that and Godzilla. Well, no one has actually ever seen pictures of these creatures, at least until now.
1: Unless it gets dark and you can see them glowing in the woods in the background. That's true.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. There have been many obvious dangers faced by Japan in the wake of the disaster, but one of the most unexpected has also proved to be one of the most fascinating. While the exclusion zone was set up, with the surrounding town's population evacuated to a safe distance, hundreds of wild boars, which have been known to attack people... When enraged, descended from surrounding hills and forests into the deserted streets. Hundreds. Oh. Now, they actually roam the empty streets and overground gardens of Japan's deserted seaside town of Nami, foraging for food.
2: Sure.
0: Oh, but he, radioactive. I Can don't you know. Imagine what their babies are going to look like. They probably have like five heads yeah. and stuff. Yeah. However, the people of Nami are scheduled to return to the town, believe it or not, at the end of the month, which means the bloody tooth interlopers have to be cleared. It's not really clear now which is the master of the town, the people or the wild boars.
1: Glowing in the night. That's true. There's something very dark and very earthy, isn't there?
0: About wild boars. Waking up in in the middle of the night
1: and there's a glowing wild boar's pig's head looking at you through the window. It is scary. And Jeddah's cousins. No, that's bad news all round. I shall give you points for being spooky. I wouldn't want to see one of those. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
2: Heather, we're gonna have to pack our bags. Sweet. You ready? Yep. The US based hybrid children community Is trying to recruit more parent breeders.
1: Parent breeders. Yep.
2: What are we breeding? In a parent to evolve the human race into a new subspecies which will take over Earth when the children currently conveniently housed on giant spaceships return to our planet.
1: So you're having shenanigans with With an
2: aliens.
1: What are you hoping for? A green one or a white one? Uh, there'd be some questions asked, wouldn't there?
2: There would be. Women in the group, who include young, glamorous twenty-somethings, even claim mating with the reptile-like lizard was the best sex that they have ever experienced. I'm going to say really? that's dry and rough oh. more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> These include Bridget Nielsen, not Slystone's ex-wife, but she's twenty-seven from Sedona, Arizona, who is a hybrid mum and medium who charges 65 dollars for an over-the-phone session to put parents who believe they may have conceived hybrid children in touch with their offspring
1: look he's got his dad's eye right in the middle of his (laughs) forehead.
2: he's got his dad's tail his mother's tentacles (laughs) describing sex with a lizard being on a spaceship she said was great it was an incredible super primal super raw super primal she is a bit of a wordsmith experience
1: Mm, super they don't mate like mammals though they lay eggs they're oviparous there's a great word isn't it over Mm. viper oviparous they lay eggs they're egg laying reptiles not these ones they're not so Mm. they have the exterior of a lizard but I have the working parts that would inseminate a mammal.
2: Like a minotaur. Is that-
1: yes, but that doesn't exist, does it, unfortunately? That- what? Well, where you're going wrong, of course, is that a minotaur is half bull, half human, and they're both mammals. So it doesn't really count, does it, is where we are.
0: Is it a skexis?
1: That's the dark crystal, isn't it? You can't have all your historical references and facts. From really bad TV shows in the 70s and 80s. It just doesn't happen.
0: (laughs) And they're fact. (laughs) Of course they are.
1: What else would it be? Was it The Dark
2: Crystal? I don't know. I can't
1: remember. Mm. You're testing my memory. I think that was the name of the show.
2: Another young hybrid mum is Aluna Verse from Los Angeles, California. And between them, Bridget and Aluna claim to have 13 children fathered by aliens.
1: There are always, in this show, more questions Mm. than answers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We move into the final round of the evening that is the strange and the bizarre. Mm. The stories that are too good not to read out but don't fit easily into any other category. Mm -hmm. Is the Vatican finally about to admit it has hidden a time machine? The TARDIS. Shock claims. Do you think (laughs) the Vatican has a TARDIS to you? Yes. I see where we're going. Shock claims have emerged saying that the Vatican shared secret time travel technology with the CIA in the 1960s. And the doctor. And now British intelligence (laughs) may have it too. That sounds like us. Just 57 years behind. We'll get there eventually. Oh, (laughs) Or was it just the flick of a switch and it took seconds? But what the Australian hacker did not reveal is any of the technology that the CIA can use to manipulate time. Underground researchers are concerned about the hidden truth that the world's most powerful governments have access to time travel and that the public deserve to know. Surely if we had time travel and a time travelling machine, we could have removed some of the greatest issues and problems presented to modern man. Before they happened. Mosquitoes. Mariah Carey. (laughs) The McRib. (laughs) Any Adam Sandler film would all be removed. Surely there's proof Proof. right right there. 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 There's proof right there that time machines don't exist for that very reason. What the Vatican did is they subcontracted the technology and gave it to the US Pentagon. I'm going to build a time machine, but I'm going to subcontract it to you. So I'll have that ready a week on Tuesday if that's okay. And I'll put a deposit down. Now a time travel insider has told the Daily Star Online that such abilities, known as quantum access, are being revealed in the light of recent data leaks. But the public is only waking up to it. Author Alfred Weber, author of a number of books on time travel, said the leaked Wikilinks information does not include the secret programs that permit humans to travel backwards and forwards in time. We have uncovered some proof that time travel actually exists. We see women on mobile phones in the 1920s, and uncanny celebrity doppelgangers from the 1800s. You mean like your ancestors? You look like your ancestors. I hope not. We have the look. I'm sure you've got your grandmother's beard. I never met the woman, but I'm sure she's German. Wow. We would have looked... If you go back 500 years, our direct ancestors would have looked like us. We have the same strands of DNA. When you go back to 1800 and they're showing photographs and you think, oh, that looks like Nicolas Cage. Well, why couldn't it be his ancestors back in the day? You are the sum of their parts, aren't you? Mm -hmm. And when you see that footage of a 1920s woman holding something up to her ear, it could be an ear trumpet. I think we're making a lot of leaps. This is where we are. The Vatican holds a time-seer machine which enables its user to access the traces left by past events and actually view scenes from history according to shock revelations. Just like ghosts then and residual hauntings, I'm guessing. Hmm. Apparently it has dials and looks like a steampunk machine. This is where we are. The Vatican press office has been contacted for a comment but is yet to respond. I believe they will contact the press office two weeks ago. (laughs) Miss Morris, oh, what have you got for me the round of The Strange and the bazaar. It's a
0: very cat-laden show tonight. Excellent. Mm. Chuck
1: Utkins.
0: Chuck Utkins, pucker up mm. and get ready to apply the sensations of smooching a cat's nostrils to your lips.
1: A cat's nostrils? Yeah. I've seen where a cat puts its nostrils. I... I'm not putting my lips on it.
0: Well, so look at that silky little cat nose, so cute. You're tempted to kiss it, but there's that issue of stray cat hairs and cat snot, <laughs> and, the fact that, and the
1: fact that the fact that the cat sat its head up the dog's butt for the best part of an hour. Yeah,
0: and the fact that the kissing it would be just a little bit weird. But it's okay. You can get that same feeling without ever putting your lips in contact with the actual cat nose thanks to the Japanese retailer Felissimo's new lip gloss. Thank you. We've met Felissimo before. Yes. And I shall
1: tell you why. You get all your Christmas presents from there.
0: Yes. The lip gloss description translates to, it's like I have kissed a cat's nose (laughs) Pleasantly cool. <laughs>
1: That's Japanese, is it? We're going with Japanese, are we?
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I see where we're going. The lip gloss achieves this unique sensation with a steel rolling ball applicator. The lip gloss. Has a kitten milk scent. Oh, for God's sake. Mm, Kitten milk? Which means it smells like milk meant for kittens. Not milk from kittens like I just showed you, (laughs) which would be totally insane. Madness. The lip gloss is made with shea butter and comes in three different colors, but goes on transparent. Thank goodness. Hmm. Felissimo's cat obsession emerged in previous years with a cat forehead scented fabric spray. Remember, you wanted some, Mr. Lee. I do. I like their ears. Oh, good. And a pair (laughs) of, and I missed this one and I don't know why. Cat attracting jeans.
1: I'm wearing them now. Are you? Cat won't leave me alone.
0: Oh boy. Put them all yeah. together and you can finally achieve the grandmaster status. <laughs>
1: grand of mentally of, ill.
0: Of crazy. <laughs> there we go. Cat people. You can buy it for eleven bucks.
1: I'd be more concerned <laughs> if you were wearing lip balm and the person you was kissing suddenly went, Mm, cat milk. That would raise a lot of
0: questions. (laughs)
1: The bizarre and the strange. There's too much radioactive material floating around Japan. It's affecting their thinking, I tell you. There you you go. I shall give you points. You're now on minus six. Michelle, you bring the last story of the evening. What have you got in the round of S and B?
2: I love this story. An unassuming rabbit hole hides an incredible secret the entrance to a mysterious cave network used by the Knights Templar 700 years ago. Yeah, right. Hidden in a field in Shropshire, the ancient site contains beautifully carved arches, a font, and a network of walkways. Photographer Michael Scott visited the site barely a meter beneath the farmer's field after seeing a video about it online. The 33-year-old stated, I traipsed over a field to find it but if you didn't know it was there, you would just walk right past it. It's probably less than a meter underground, so it's more like into the field than under it. Considering how long it's been there, it's in amazing condition. It's like an underground temple. Michael added the cave was quite cramped, and those nearing six six feet tall would have to bend down to fit in. He said I had to crouch down, and once I was in it, it was completely silent. Leprechaun cave. (laughs) There you go. But only male (laughs) leprechauns. (laughs) Jeez.
1: I know, this rules, apparently.
2: (laughs) There were a few spiders in there, but that was it. It was raining, so the slope down was quite sludgy, but inside the cave was bone dry. The Knights Templar were a medieval religious order that fought in the Crusades.
1: They brought us the idea that Friday the 13th was unlucky, because they got exiled on (gasps) Friday the 13th back there in the beginning of the 14th century if you get a chance to see those photographs they are wholly remarkable go to our facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee they're definitely worth a look we now move into the round that we call not for your mother this is the round we can't read out on air so that means you have now found us on our archives thank you for coming to look for us and if you could do us the fabulous honor of Ticking or pressing that little orange love heart on the left-hand side of the screen to give us a nice review or a like on whatever platform you're on. We would much appreciate that. This is the round that we can't read out because it's laden with innuendo. It's laden with sexual intrigue and content. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, if there's minors in the room, you need to remove them. Miss Morris, what have you got first for us tonight in the round and not for your mother?
0: Well... People will use Siri to find almost anything. She just might not give you the right directions. But Apple's voice-activated search function has been directing Toronto users who ask about prostitutes to a Little Italy bar (laughs) that owners say is definitely not a place to find them.
1: You say that, though, but if everyone's being directed there, you know, if he was an entrepreneur, you'd say, well... (laughs) Let's just let's just go for it. You know, everyone's here. We've got a ready-made audience, right? Supply and demand.
0: There you go. Alvin Asiopan, co-owner of Meltdown eSports Bar, says he began receiving mysterious late-night calls shortly after the establishment's grand opening in November of last year.
1: Hey, grandmother, there's a woman here to see you.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. Each time... Nessiopan answered, there was a voice on the other end asking for an escort. I thought people were getting the wrong number. Maybe it was a prank by somebody listening to our phone on some unscrupulous website. But finally, on Sunday, a caller asking for prostitutes revealed that Siri had given them the number to the bar. Siri. I know that darn woman. In a series of tests, the star asked Siri to find prostitutes, escorts, and hookahs. Hookah! And was Hooker. given Meltdown's name, address, and phone number, and location on the map each time. <laughs> Why, I wonder. That's I nuts. Have, I like well, the
1: fact that you gave us a thesaurus of everything that a woman of the night could be called. It was quite remarkable.
0: No, I think there's a few more. Mm. But Meltdown is also called an eSports sports bar a place where the patrons play and watch video games and compete in tournaments so that's probably the last place yes <laughs> yeah there's, be. Not be any interest. there's just lots of cheetos and sore thumbs it's what yeah. we
1: call a dichotomy <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, what they're thinking is that the esports and escorts <gasps> oh, are the reason that Siri is sending them there. But I thought that was quite funny.
1: I like the fact that there's some guy out there who's suddenly come into a bar full of nerdy men playing computer games when he thought that would be the opposite of what he'd be getting that <laughs> evening. Or the other way round. There's a guy who's nerdy who's playing War of Worldcraft or whatever the game's called. War World of Warcraft. I don't know what these games are. I have a personality and a life to embrace. Yes.
0: Yes. yes and
1: he suddenly finds himself in the middle of a brothel. That would be quite a culture shock, wouldn't it, at that Ooh, point? Yes. You wait till you find your bearings and I'll start to panic. <laughs> now you can give oral sex long distance by licking your phone. Oh, do you know where my phone's been? in your pocket do you lick someone else's phone or do you lick your own what do you think i don't know smartphones allow people to check sports scores send email and watch psychic cat videos almost anywhere in the world
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they now can also allow you to perform cunnilingus just by licking your phone
2: oh good my screen's cracked i'm sorry
1: (laughs) you're gonna need some cream for that that's the idea behind ocast a new digital marketplace that allows people to upload simulated oral sex sessions that can then be downloaded onto a vibrator via Bluetooth. Christ, I'd need an unlimited plan. Ocar spokesman Darren Press says his product is sort of an iTunes for oral sex, since the plan is to offer all sorts of different tongue patterns to download at their website. So they can teach men, huh? It works. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. (laughs)
0: It's like Super Mario. You have to gain points.
1: (laughs) Yes, but it's not a big hairy gorilla throwing barrels at me. (laughs) One person downloads a web app that records vibratory patterns made by licking the phone screen. First person Mm. to get an electric shock wins Mm. you can use your finger but telling people to lick the phone helps the clickbait if your phone screen is clean you should be okay whether you use (laughs) that's almost a moment for life
0: yeah you always want to have a clean phone don't you Mm.
1: i almost want a coat of arms some heraldic symbols with the latin motto if your phone screen is clean you should be okay I live by those rules. <laughs> what? Whether you use finger or tongue, those patterns last up to 60 seconds in length. They can be anything from circles, straight lines, or even the alphabet. I want the letter O tonight, sweetheart. Those vibratory oh. patterns are then connected via Bluetooth to the Lush, a remote control vibrator that costs $100 a pop. Unfortunate phrase. <laughs> Press says the plan is to provide a place where men and women can record their oral techniques so it can be sampled and hopefully appreciated by the world. At large, I think I'd give up after 10 minutes, give it to the cat to play with and go and make a cup of tea. Imagine if you gave it to the cat while you went out and had a cigarette. So your loved one is on the other side of the world getting stimulated and the cat's licking the screen. Save you time and effort. You could do other things while that's taking place.
2: Multitasking
1: Absolutely yes. The cat's called Chuck Utkins Oh boy Michelle what have you got for us tonight in the round of NFM
2: A series of eerie photographs reveal the dishevelled remains of an abandoned sex motel Thought to be haunted by ghosts
1: Oh we're combining ghosts and a round for not for your mother mm-hmm. You might get some extra yes. points I think
2: Previously known as a rendezvous for secret lovers' meetings and a discreet place to hide extramarital affairs, the desolate Furin Motel in Tokyo, Japan, lies perfectly preserved.
1: Except for the wild boars running around, (laughs) a glowing (laughs) green.
2: Yeah. Guests checking into the love
1: motel. uh, Love. Let's have a bit of (laughs) how's your father in front of the fireplace now, sweetheart.
0: Don't you dare ask about my father in front of the fireplace. <laughs> A little bit of, uh, slap and tickle there.
1: Yeah. Perhaps you could wrap my
0: groin. What is wrong
1: with you? <laughs> I've had sugar, haven't I? I've gone through two bottles of orange pop is what's happened. And
0: why won't you stop licking your phone? <laughs>
1: Hang on, your mother wants to talk to you as well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guests checking into the Love Motel had their choice of ten quirky bedrooms, each individually themed, such as the medieval suite, with a full suit of armour and a carriage-shaped bed.
0: This happened. Hold on a minute. Wasn't there a Fanta Suites Motel? I was about to say that.
1: Mm -hmm. In Minneapolis, they had fantasy suites where you could be in a spaceship or Uh medieval or a caveman. Jungle. Do you know what happened?
2: I heard once. I don't know. This is yeah. (laughs) Dungeon. It got closed
1: down because they put cameras in there. And people were being filmed in all these positions in all these different places. And you could go on the internet, type in, and you'd see people. Okay, what
2: do you type in?
1: It's long gone now.
0: I knew I saw your face before, (laughs) Michelle.
1: (laughs) I could have spot your ass 50 yards away. It's true. They were filming it surreptitiously with no. two, two-way mirrors and stuff. So you and your sweetheart would go and pretend to be cavemen for the weekend in a cave inside this hotel, for example, and the whole thing was being filmed. No. And you could go to madampeepy.com and it was all there for you.
2: No. True.
1: God's honest truth. Goodness. Yeah. Uh,
2: Other rooms which were available to rent by the hour were dressed in a Greek theme. Uh, We'd
0: only have to rent it for five minutes. Go on. What's the Greek
1: theme? (laughs) Olives and hummus with a bit of yogurt.
2: What in God's name? I you said yogurt and hummers <laughs> I did <laughs> I thought you said hummus <laughs> Not hummer <laughs>
1: Hummer Yogurt and a hummer
0: yeah. With the
2: olives
1: <laughs> great. That's your Friday night Who
2: <laughs> are decorated as a traditional Japanese Roy I don't know what that is And they all came with their own dining rooms And bathrooms That's nice mm-hmm.
1: Yes with cameras important. Pan, Pancam.com <laughs>
2: It is rumoured that the hotel is now inhabited by ghosts who prowl through the hotel's decaying corridors after it closed 17 years ago.
0: Horny ghosts? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sheet with a bulge in
2: it. (laughs) And locals are too afraid to go into the haunted property because of the paranormal presence.
1: Busting makes me feel good. Mm.
2: (laughs) Photographer Bob Thiessen, 31, of... Herline, Netherlands, said there is a myth that Japanese ghosts live in abandoned buildings. I think it may scare people into not entering or vandalizing this abandoned building.
1: Stops people from going in.
2: I think they do stray away because most locations stay untouched for many years with only natural decay. I heard that most Japanese people stay away from abandoned buildings because of ghosts or spirits. It is believed they hang around abandoned buildings. It's really different to other hotels. It was an exciting and at the same time a bit weird to explore this motel.
1: There's a lot going on. Lots Mm -hmm. of orbs, lots of knocking, lots of activity. (laughs) Let's grab a K2 meter and go off for the weekend. Miss Morris, you have one last story for us tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother. I can see a gleam in your eye. I
2: can. I love it.
1: I can see a mischievous look in your little cheeks.
2: With a
0: name like
1: chuck Atkins,
0: the texas butthole tickling bandit
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've seen that cartoon (laughs) the texas butthole tickling bandit (laughs) it doesn't
0: take any imagination to know what
1: he does after breaking in (laughs) the tbtb he's got tbtb (laughs) written on his shirt uh, <laughs> I was just sleeping in the fetal position. What does he, <laughs> <it>? <laughs> What's he tickling it with? Oh, Fortunately, he has, fortunately, he
0: has been apprehended by the police
1: by the long arm of the law. <laughs> oh, God. no
0: (laughs) identified and what are you in for
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh no a lifer (laughs) guess what's gonna happen to you that night
0: (laughs) identified and caught by police in the early hours of january (laughs) 5th
1: There's a lineup. There's people standing there. There's like 78 year old woman. It's number three. Can number three raise his left hand and poke his finger out? Oh, it's going to be number three.
0: Oh, no. He managed to elude capture for at least three
1: weeks. Three weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, he is given male residence male residents, oh, no. so you have to be worried.
1: I'll lock the door tonight. That's Whoa. right. The Texas butthole tickling bandit. <laughs> Isn't that a got my
2: you? Halloween costume.
1: <laughs> Where's John Wayne when you need him? <laughs> he should be playing Chisholm?
0: <laughs>
1: Chisholm. <laughs> Who creates a film in the 1970s with John Wayne and says, I know, we'll call it Chisholm? God. What's wrong with people? If people don't believe me, there was a John Wayne film in 1970 called Chisholm.
2: That was his last name. (laughs) Apparently.
0: (laughs) Well, he has given male residents in the area a rough time. With his spate of assaults, which totaled a dozen homes by the time he was stopped.
1: By the way, how many people have you met in your life with the last name of Chisholm? Bearing in mind you deliver the mail. No, exactly. I've taught kids for 15 years in Britain, millions of children. Not one of them was I sat there with a register and I'm going down the list and there's Johnny Chisholm.
2: Because
1: they all changed it. They changed well,
0: it. <laughs> it happens. Sometimes you don't meet those people. I've never met a butthole tickling bandit before.
1: No, but if that was my last name,
0: I'd get it changed. What? The You're not Adrian Miss... butthole tickling bandit?
1: Strangely enough, when my parents my middle name. were thinking of a middle name, not once in their thinking... Bearing in mind they went with Edward, which on the surface of things now seems a little bit conservative, I would suggest. But, you know, you imagine you're up there at the font. There's the priest. He's going to put the sign of the cross on your head. We're going to baptise this child in the eyes of the Lord. Adrian Texas butthole, tickling bandit Lee. (laughs) May God bless her and all at sailing her.
0: (sighs) Well, police originally thought that the butthole tickler was homeless. However, when they picked up their man, he was actually wearing $4,500 worth of clothing.
1: And was an architect that drove a Saab.
0: Wouldn't want to shake his hand. Just
1: saying. Do we know it was his hand?
0: Yeah, he could have stink palm. Oh,
1: no! Oh. <laughs> I, I, does it not describe anywhere in that report? What, what are he you tickled, tickled with.
2: with? Was it no, like a fluffy God. feather, one of those pen? A
1: feather? kitten. <laughs> I'm going to use a kitten on no, a stick. No, no, no. Get some gorilla tape. I've got a stick. We'll get the kitten on the end of it.
2: No. You'd
1: wake up with a shock, wouldn't you?
2: No, it's a big feathery
0: pen.
1: You're seeing a feathery pen. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, I did, and I'm picturing him
1: giving him the shocker. I'm seeing a canary on the end of a large pole. There. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You say weird
1: things. My apology to the (laughs) Polish population.
0: Just a little pecker then. Mm.
1: Controversial. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter with a dead battery. It is Heather Morris, who managed to climb to the dizzying heights of minus six. But in resplendent first place (laughs) and sharing the $33,000 IR camera is Michelle... And I, we both scored six points each. Ooh. If you take it from, say, Thursday to Sunday, and then I'll do Monday to Wednesday, if that sounds reasonable. <sighs> do not fear, listener. I will get the camera back next week, and <laughs> we will have a whole new bunch of stories at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me any via my Facebook site, more questions than answers with adrian lee you can also join my twitter account at adrian underscore lee underscore tips and remember we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called not for your mother if you go to our soundcloud archives and search for mq TA Radio, my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lana Hunter, Heather Morish, Tondrain and Michelle Corey and all of the International Paranormal Society at intparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the Lakes Area, Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. Remember, have yourself a fabulous St. Patrick's Day weekend and it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember, be interested Good night.